Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com In a year where so many industries came to a screeching halt, video games continue to provide players with new experiences to sink their teeth into. Even better, for the most part, they turned out pretty well. From the likes of Ghost of Tsushima to Doom Eternal, the quality bar has been high this year, but there were some notable titles that crashed and burned. Now, while there has thankfully only been a handful of projects that you could call outright stinkers, there have been too many more that fail to meet expectations. This doesn't mean they're bad, and quite a few on this list are actually really recommendable, but rather that they disappointed fans with half-baked mechanics, wonky stories, or major technical issues that tanked all the potential. That said, while there are some that do provide a good time with a few caveats in mind, others offer no such redeeming qualities. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are the 11 most disappointing video games of 2020. Number 11, Cyberpunk 2077, the PS4 and Xbox One editions. Now this comes in almost as an honourable mention because it's not really a comment on the game itself, but rather the state that Cyberpunk 2077 shipped in on the current gen machines. This RPG had been in development for 8 years and was arguably the most anticipated title of the whole year. With a whole bunch of delays implemented to make sure the devs got the launch just right and the game as polished as possible, it was hugely disappointing to see how much of a tire fire it was on the Xbox One and PS4. While RPGs like this always encounter bugs at launch, it's rarely a deal breaker and the issues with the PC and next gen versions, though not the real next gen versions, they're coming next year, are nowhere near as bad. Still, after such a long wait, and with no footage of these versions out until the game was out, it's clear that Cyberpunk just wasn't fit for those older machines without a hefty, hefty patch. The issues brought the experience down for many and completely overshadowed what should have been an amazing launch. Number 10. The Dark Pictures Anthology Little Hope Little Hope is the latest installment in Supermassive Games' ambitious horror anthology series, and it had a lot to prove. With the inaugural episode Man of Medan releasing a year prior to lukewarm reviews, all eyes were on this second installment proving that the concept could work. Sadly, while Little Hope can be good in spurts, it isn't the proof of concept many hoped it would be. Swapping out underwater thrills for New England witchcraft, there's a lot to enjoy about the setting and characters, but the same writing and pacing issues that dogged Man of Medan rear their ugly heads yet again here. Generally, the dark pictures lacks the drive and creativity at the heart of Until Dawn. 
Where that title felt like a loving homage to horror tropes, Little Hope mostly just comes across as derivative of those same horror tropes, played straight without any wider inspiration. Throw in a disappointing climax which threatens to undermine the previous few hours, and Supermassive isn't moving into the six remaining installments on a high. Number 9. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War has a bad title, but it's not a bad game. When it's firing on all cylinders, it delivers that classic COD gunplay in spades, with a pretty good zombies mode and a set-piece ridden campaign to boot. Sadly though, after last year's rejuvenating Modern Warfare, it's not enough. Despite being the first next-gen COD, Cold War feels like a step back from MW. While it's visually striking on the new hardware, on the PS4 and Xbox One, textures and muddy weapon models look plasticky and animations are janky. The gameplay, while championed by some to be a return to the sub-franchise's arcade roots, lacks the punch and finesse of MW's engine overhaul, feeling a touch dated in the process. Ultimately though, it's the content available which makes COD a disappointment. Only 8 6v6 multiplayer maps at launch is hugely underwhelming. While the lack of memorable guns, much of them recycled from previous games as well, uninteresting killstreaks and flat new game modes like Fireteam Dirty Bomb has you quickly burning through everything available in the first few hours. Throw in uninspired unlocks, customization, and slow progression, and you might find yourself returning to Modern Warfare or jumping back into Warzone rather than playing this. Number 8. The Walking Dead Onslaught Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Josh, you must be the only person in the world who was let down by a licensed Walking Dead game in the year 2020. And while you're kinda right, there were genuine reasons why people were looking forward to Onslaught. Well, there was one reason, and that's The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. This VR game came out of nowhere at the start of the year and not only cemented itself as the second best Walking Dead game, no guesses as to what gets first place, but one of the best VR experiences that you can buy. With the licensed game curse well and truly vanquished, there were hopes that Onslaught could be the second part of the 1-2-TWD VR punch, but alas, it was not to be. Despite having the benefit of the Walking Dead TV show to build its narrative around, even including classic characters like Rick and Daryl as playable avatars, Onslaught turned the clock back on pretty much everything Saints and Sinners got right. A bland story, shoddy voice acting, and mindless action in place of tight survival gameplay makes Onslaught an okay time if you're a Walking Dead purist, but a brainless slog for anyone else. Number 7. Deadly Premonition 2 Deadly Premonition was lightning in a bottle when it comes to so bad it's good video games. The title was very much not what you'd call polished, boasting a whole bunch of technical issues, presentation issues, and a level of quirk that most developers just couldn't get away with, but it did have heart. There was something genuinely genius about it, mad genius, but still genius, and plenty of fans not only pushed through its issues, but actually embraced them as part of the whole package. Deadly Premonition 2 then had a tough act to follow. The first game was a perfect storm, and trying to ape cult favorability is much more difficult than accidentally falling into it. Sadly, fans didn't quite have the same patience for all the sequel shortcomings. At launch, the game was genuinely unplayable at times, with bugs and glitches that would break quests and a frame rate that's absolutely inexcusable. It was more than just technical issues though. Francis York Morgan was back and as lovable as ever, while the missions were just as wacky as in the first, but it was lacking the magic of the original. Deadly Premonition isn't something you can manufacture with a formula, and the sequel is proof that you can both try too hard and also not enough. Number 6. Iron Man VR 
The second and final VR game on this list, unlike The Walking Dead Onslaught, Iron Man VR had much more excitement leading up to its release. A PSVR exclusive, this tie-in promised to offer the definitive superhero virtual reality experience, blending bombastic, fully controlled fights with more intimate story moments where players embody Tony Stark outside of the suit. Very occasionally, and I mean very occasionally, it did live up to this premise as well. Taking flight for the first time and learning the nuances of navigation by training your whole body brings a certain joy unlike almost anything else in gaming, but sadly it never really gets better than those first 10 minutes. The actual game at the heart of Iron Man VR more or less consists of a handful of mission types where you're fighting against the same handful of emotionless drawn enemies while flying around the same handful of limited levels. Repetition sets in quick, and while the story has some saving graces, issues with loading and the lack of content frequently pulls you out of what should be an immersive experience. It's great to show a friend, but it doesn't quite satisfy as a full game. Number 5. Crisis Remastered Can it play Crisis is one of those age-old gamer questions and memes. The original game was notorious in its hardware demands, becoming the pinnacle of video game boundary pushing in terms of visual fidelity and technology. That was a long time ago though, and the Crisis name a few sequels later doesn't quite hold the same stature that it once did. The announcement of Crisis Remastered then was set to reclaim this reputation, and fans hoped that it would be an excuse to yet again flex their PC setups and for the developers to push the bar once more in time for a new generation. However, expectations quickly plummeted after the first trailer. Highlighting the overhauled visuals from the original game, the general sentiment was that barely anything had changed since 2007, looking more like a re-release than an actual remaster. It became the source of ridicule, and some fans were in disbelief that it was the real official trailer at all, despite it coming from Crytek itself. A swift delay was announced to improve things, but the final release wasn't much better. While it did implement some new features, it was pretty much just Crisis again, and nowhere near the graphical juggernaut that many expected. Number 4. Resident Evil 3 it brings me absolutely no joy to be saying this, but Resident Evil 3 should have been a victory lap. Coming a year after the unbelievably awesome Resident Evil 2 remake, fans had this pegged as potentially the most exciting project Capcom had produced in years. After all, while the original title is beloved for introducing the world to Nemesis, there was so much scope to make it even better, increasing the scale of the world, intermingling its narrative with the second game, and, of course, making the hulking threat that the sequel is titled after even more terrifying than ever. The end result, though, actually felt like more had been stripped back. Removing content as much as it added, Resident Evil 3 Remake suffered from a lack of ambition. At 4 hours long, it felt like DLC, not helped by the repeated enemies, limited exploration, and restrictive map design. Even Nemesis himself felt like a step back from 2's Mr. X. Lacking any real threat, most of his appearances are in tightly scripted set pieces that fail to really sell him as the villain. It still looks gorgeous, and Jill Valentine is better than ever, but it feels like a footnote on the excellent Resi 2. Number 3. Mafia 2 Remastered if there's one common theme to this year's most disappointing list, it's developers absolutely screwing up remasters and remakes. Mafia 2 Definitive Edition is yet another major offender. 2020 was supposed to be the year that Mafia came back with a bang. Not only was the second and third game getting swanky new Definitive Edition re-releases, but the original installment was being remade entirely, updated for a whole new generation. However, Mafia 2 ruined all chances of a comeback. 
Despite being billed as the best way to play this beloved sequel, the reality was that it was an absolute tire fire. The thing could barely support its own weight, with an offensive frame rate that didn't just bring the game to a stutter during demanding sequences, but absolutely tanked the experience even when players were doing nothing more demanding than grabbing a drink in lead character Vito's tiny apartment. It was unacceptable, and while the remake of the first Mafia turned out much, much better, thank god, this remaster came across as nothing more than a contemptuous cash grab. Number 2. Warcraft 3 Reforged Warcraft 3 Reforged isn't only one of the most disappointing games of the year, it's also one of the worst games of the year, period. It didn't have to be this way though. Warcraft fans were looking forward to playing an updated version of their beloved sequel, and the original trailers all the way back in 2018 promised an authentic yet modernised take on the game, with jaw-dropping visuals and an attention to detail worthy of the Warcraft name. Somewhere along the way though, something went terribly, terribly wrong. Those initial tasty visuals gave way to a rather bland art style that might have been fine had it not been such a step down from what was promised. The real issue came though with how the game disregarded what fans loved about the original, swapping out core components and employing a general disregard for its own history by merging the clients of the old and new titles. This was going to be Warcraft 3 from now on, whether fans liked it or not. And obviously fans did not like it and the backlash was thick and fast, with review bombing and criticism being levelled at the title from pretty much every angle. Number 1. Marvel's Avengers How can a game as big as Marvel's Avengers fail? A big budget adaptation of one of the most popular franchises in the world today from a great developer should be an excuse to print cash money, but at the time of recording anyway, the project has actually contributed to millions of dollars in shortfall for the publisher. So. How did it all go wrong? Though many fans will point to it being a live service title and then just close the book, it's not quite that simple. There's a lot to like about the Avengers, from the heartwarming story to the spectacular combat, but it all just feels so passionless. Where Insomniac Spider-Man was bursting with creativity and inspiration, Marvel's Avengers is by the book and corporate, lacking any real identity of its own. It's like a contractual obligation manifested into video game form, and playing it is as fun as that sounds. I genuinely do hope that the content roadmap can save it in the future, but like Fallout 76 and Anthem before it, Marvel's Avengers stands as another example of what happens when publishers mindlessly chase market trends. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.